So folks, of late, we have been getting a lot of requests to cover some topics around financial planning. And today we are pleased to present our very first episode on personal finance management. By failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. This is a famous quote by Benjamin Franklin. And no one would like to be a failure, particularly when it comes to a matter related to family, like falling short of funds to finance your child's education, compromising on your child's marriage expenses, failing to buy the right property to stay, failing to fund your dream vacation, and compromising on your lifestyle post-retirement. Yudajit Financial Services helps in achieving financial goals as they have been helping more than 1,000 families globally to achieve their financial goals. After working close to a decade in multinational banks like Barclays, Standard Chartered, HSBC, and broking houses like Kotak Securities, Yudajit founded Yudajit Financial Services, which is popularly known as YFS in 2012, to provide comprehensive financial advisory services to individual and institutional clients. Under his leadership, YFS has fostered relationships with clients globally and in all major cities in India. A proponent of financial literacy, Yudajit has conducted more than 1,000 hours of workshops and seminars on financial literacy and investor awareness. In fact, uh, many of his articles have been featured in popular business newspaper. So in today's episode, let us get Yudajit Baul's insights on managing personal finances. This is the Guiding Voice podcast series, TGV for a Better Future. This podcast is to help professional students, IT employees, and entrepreneurs to shape their careers. So folks, in case if you have not rated and reviewed our podcast, request you to provide your rating and leave a candid review. This is your host, Navin Samala, and I have about 18 years of rich and diverse experience in the IT world. In every episode, we interact with industry experts or thought leaders or academicians or coaches across the globe to drive some insightful conversations that will help each one of you learn some amazing stuff. Also, we share an interesting trivia or a fun fact towards the end. Folks, you will acquire more knowledge per every minute by listening to TGV than any other podcast in this space. Thank you so much for tuning in. Before we get into today's topic, which is managing personal finances, let me welcome Yudajit officially to the show. Yudajit, thanks for being part of TGV's journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe. Welcome again. Shall we get started? Hi, uh, good morning, Naveen and Sudhakar. Thank you so much for giving a, me an opportunity to come in your show and uh, interact with you. And I will try my best to simplify certain concepts which are very important and integral uh, in terms of planning one's finances. And I look forward to having a very engaging session with you. Wonderful. Glad to have you part of our journey. And let's get started, Yudajit. Can we talk very briefly about um, how you have reached your current position, the top three things that have helped you? So, uh, Naveen, I started Yudhajit Financial Services in the year 2012. And uh, my objective at that point in time was to offer a very comprehensive financial planning and wealth management advisory service to our clients. Before starting 2000, in 2012, I worked with various multinational banks 
right? Barclays, Standard Chartered, HSBC, Kotex Securities, and other Tibilla Capital Limited. Over my close to a decade-long experience in the financial service industry, uh, I realized that I was not being able to do justice to my clients when it comes to offering the financial planning advisory service because I always felt that the approach that is part of the uh, institutional organizations are more to uh, more more sales driven and very often that compromises with the client's financial goals and that was definitely the main objective why I started Yuzaja uh, Financial Service in 2012 so that uh, we have an approach in place where we look at uh, helping our clients visualize their various financial goals at different stages of their lives, you know, like uh, building a corpus for retirement, uh, creating a corpus for child's education, buying a property, and all these goals are time-defined. And you need to plan for these goals. You need to have a plan of action in place so that you can achieve those financial goals. And that has been the main objective. Uh, when we started in 2012, we had only five clients, and today, uh, in we we manage close to thousand odd clients globally, uh, and predominantly we have grown our business exponentially uh, by word of mouth and through references, and that's how I, I had that that's ten years have been quite a roller coaster journey, and uh, today we cherish that we have we had taken that opportunity uh, and worked hard to uh, to achieve wherever we are. Always, it is good to see what, what has happened in the past, and uh, definitely we cherish a lot of moments which seem to be pain at that point in time. And I can see that um, you are very proud of what you have done so far. So, Yudhajit, what are top three things that have helped you as an individual to start as an entrepreneur and all? Yeah, I think uh, as an entrepreneur, uh, biggest risk that you can take uh, is the entrepreneur entrepreneurial risk. I would say. And it's it's a combination of journey and destination both. So when I started and uh, hailing from a very, uh, I would say a service background, uh, you know, you know, from from the perspective of as far as my family is concerned, uh, we are used to a scenario where my father has worked in a in his organization for more than twenty five years, and there was always a kind of a, a nudge that you sh- you should also continue uh, with your. The, the cushy job that you have in your corporate life. But I abandoned that uh, that comfort and plunge into entrepreneurship. Um, one thing which has always helped me is being positive. You know, I'm an eternally, I, I believe that I'm an optimist. And I've always uh, tried to make the best of the situation. Uh, yes, initially we we struggled a lot. Initial three years were a lot of struggle, uh, we, you know, when I had to, Take almost uh, seventy to eighty percent cut as far as my salary is concerned. But uh, after three years, the journey has been uh, very promising. And uh, what has always uh, helped me is in terms of uh, the the happiness, the smile that we see today in our clients' face. You know, when we have when we see them achieving their various financial goals, when they uh, you know they tell me tacitly that you know because we. Started investing with you under your guidance. We have been able to uh, finance my kids' education. So that is the only uh, motivation we have for that, you know. And and that has that has been the only motivation that has been kind of driving us forward uh, more and more. So yeah, I mean, optimism is I, I would say one of the very important factor. 
second i always believe in discipline uh, being a practitioner of martial art i have always uh, learned and realized that uh, regular practice makes a lot of difference uh, like an investment regular investing towards your financial goals would always help you in achieving your various financial goals as it, as it compounds you know so similarly in work as well if you make those efforts and if you do it diligently uh, and regularly uh, you are bound to achieve your various goals uh, so so that has helped me tremendously and third i always believe that you know uh, today's context uh, staying focused is very important because we should have a vision in place uh, where we would like to be in various time frames and that vision has to be a, a very comprehensive vision which should encompass not your not only your career but also your personal life you know and therefore uh, it is very important that uh, stay focused and map your destination with your journey uh, similar to i can relate to it because similar to it's like uh, managing uh, portfolios managing clients aspirations and helping them achieve their various financial goals so i apply all these factors in my own life in different uh, different facets of my life and that has helped me <laughs> great so there is one coincidence on the martial arts part i i have also practiced uh, budokan karate when i was uh, oh. in my third or fourth standard <laughs> fantastic um, i i i did my black belt second dan in budokan and i i was i went on to <laughs> okay oh. that's good to know i was just a green belt um, in uh, godokan okay. however master black belt in lean six sigma so that belt has been <laughs> carrying oh. <it. laughs> fantastic that's yeah. wonderful very interesting <laughs> and you summed up uh, optimism staying focused and discipline or top three things yeah i can truly sense that right. now let's talk about you being a great financial advisor right so when did you start managing your own personal finances we would like to understand that well um i would started realizing the importance of uh, proper planning and managing own finances uh, early in my life uh, when i was 30 years old i remember my uh, there's a personal anecdote which i can relate to it um when i was 30 years old i i saw my uh, you know father losing his job because there was a lockdown in his company and we went through a lot of difficult times and uh, so that has uh, hit me hard you know and at that point in time i realized the value of money you know i started being very very uh, frugal and being very cautious and careful as far as my expenses are concerned and and then later on i realized the importance of having a vision uh, having a habit of saving and investing judiciously so uh, i would say uh, that is a turning point in my life where i have started being very very careful uh, when it comes to you know my personal finance quite interesting to note that uh, you got an awareness right as as young as 13 year old great so now specific to the indian tax perspective i would like to ask you a question with regard to the savings and all because um, if we are aware about certain savings which which are already there but probably people are not utilizing other than atc like what kind of uh, savings can people offer to save some tax from the indian perspective the first to begin with is very important for one to understand that what tax regime 
one would like to uh, cater to to optimize their earnings and uh, so so there there is an old regime and there's a new regime as we would know and therefore it's very important for one to plan ahead uh, from a financial year perspective that what are the op- op- options which are available okay so for example somebody who is at a high income tax bracket we always recommend to uh, go ahead with the old regime uh, because that would entail uh, larger savings for him okay and so therefore in that context one needs to plan very well if he is an employee uh, he has to give those declarations in the hra lta and various uh, seg- uh, segments which are there and then one needs to understand that what are the sections available so under section 80c one can invest 1 and 1/2 lakh in various component like uh, insurance products like uh, equity linked savings schemes or mutual fund schemes then employees provident fund ppf uh, principle of home loan can also be considered uh, then comes section 80d and this is something which i felt that we ignore a lot especially uh, when it comes to salaried employees because 80d is uh, it covers i mean if you invest in health insurance for you and your family you get the entire uh, you know you get a benefit of 25000 for your family uh, and if you contribute 50000 premium for your parents so that entire uh, tax exemption benefit comes on 80d right and and very often we ignore that because we get a health cover from our company but we don't realize that tomorrow if we quit our job it would be difficult for us to uh, take an addition to take a coverage on our own because obviously our health doesn't uh, stay the same and our age doesn't stay the same right so that is something which we conveniently ignore and uh, third thing is the nps nps comes under section 80 ccd so that is also a fantastic uh, uh, i would say provision where you can invest 50000 every year and save 15000 of your tax uh towards building a corpus uh, a pension corpus you know at 60 or, or 65 whenever you choose to retire you would uh, get annuity uh, forever your life and then if you obviously if something happens to you the annuity income is passed on to your wife or your spouse or your whoever is your nominee so i think uh, these are the three sections one needs to keep in mind besides obviously if somebody has a home loan he can take benefit under uh, you know uh, of 2 2 lakhs limited 2 lakhs towards the interest payment uh, that comes in a different section altogether so i think these are the four sections which one keeps in one needs to keep in mind and uh, one needs to plan very well uh, therefore must take advantage of these uh, options which are available to optimize the savings and investments great i think these inputs will definitely help the audience plan their uh, tax savings appropriately and um, now let's get back to the personal managing the personal finance stuff like you started uh, as early as 13 years and uh, if you observe some of the fresh uh, grads okay who get into a job for the first time right uh, and altogether they are starting with uh, huge pay packets which we have not imagined in the last 5 to 10 years and all and uh, at times uh, the moment they start earning money right they are prone to spend it uh, uh, okay just lavishly or uh, maybe they they tend to do some wrong investments and also out of your experience what are some common mistakes that the early early stage professionals do yeah i think uh, 
definitely one of, uh, a big pay package results in a uh, more disposable income uh, and that disposable income often uh, people don't know how to handle that disposable income so uh, and and also there is always a uh, inertia of maintaining a certain social status in terms of having a you know a high end phone and card and so on and so forth so people tend to splurge a lot and with the with the accessibility of uh, consumer loans uh, uh, it has become also very much possible to uh, finance those kind of aspirations but what i have what i always tell our tell my clients uh, especially the younger generation is that see you are in a stage where uh, it is very important for you to kind of uh, visualize your uh, not only your career growth but also your personal growth you know in terms of your family life or and and, and therefore it will uh, bring in a lot of commitments uh, which will have financial implications, right? In terms of marriage, in terms of uh, having a children, uh, and in terms of retirement, and so on and so forth. And if they don't save judiciously, and that saving is not channelized into uh, the right financial product, uh, they would end up compromising uh, a lot on their lifestyle post-retirement. Because one thing you can't ignore that with the advancement in science and technology, especially with respect to medicine, the the mortality rate or the longevity has gone up right and with all with ai and automation and so on and so forth uh, people uh, tend to retire much sooner than they exp- they would rather uh, desire to uh, but whether they can afford to or whether it would be viable on their part and if at all that happens then they need to have a contingency plan and that is where it's very important for them to realize that uh, what they should do now so that they should have a uh, enough in their in, in in when they retire another thing is that we have seen that uh, from an economic perspective globally as well as in domestic context the interest rates on various savings products have been declining and we expect this trend to continue so uh, we are today in a stage where there's a negative interest rate, or, or we call it the real negative interest rate, where uh, inflation is more than the interest rate that you earn on your deposits. Now, imagine when you retire, you have a stage like this, where you would not be in a position to take additional risk. Uh, at the same time, the your retirement corpus is invested in a uh, in in various instruments where your earn your return on investment is not even beating inflation. Then what happened? Your purchasing power parity. Uh, declines and that results in kind of an erosion of wealth, erosion of purchasing power parity. So all these things uh, one needs to keep in mind and therefore uh, from the very beginning uh, it's it's always prudent to be uh, to be careful and to save more and invest more and align your say, investment to various financial goals is the best way to uh, handle this. Mm-hmm. So, do you have any specific advice for students? Okay, before they even start their career, somebody who is about to graduate in terms of what should be their thought process before they even get their first salary. Yeah, I always feel that actually for students, and I would say uh, it's important that students should visualize. I mean, I have I've always uh, telling these to uh, you know various colleges where I have addressed. See, it's always important that they visualize the worst outcome and what could be the worst outcome. The worst outcome could be is that tomorrow, if the sponsor, you you don't have a sponsor who would finance your education. Now, what would you do? You know, would you you be in a position to complete your education, number one? 
Now, number two is, uh, and then what is that you need to do now so that, you know, uh, journey is not disrupted. Four, uh, when you have this kind of a, a visualization in place, the student itself or any person for that matter would automatically uh, responsible and would probably uh, surrender some of the indulgences that uh, one is, <laughs> uh, you know, one, one goes through in the student life and be more careful with their uh, expenses. Now, as somebody who is on the verge of gradu uh, graduating, uh, it's very important for them to kind of uh, understand and visualize what are the impending expenses. Uh, you know, if somebody gets a job immediately after graduation, then it's good. I mean, there's a cash flow which would be coming. If not, if there's a loan in place and if there's a delay in getting a job, then he has to finance those loans. You know, so, so what I typically tell them that, you know, it's like you keep four or five uh, jars or basket and you tape them, you know, this is for your short term and short term could be, say, uh, six months of cash flow till you get a job. Okay. And then you have something like two years down the line, you want to buy a car. And then you have something like, say, uh, four years down the line when you would like to marry. And all these will have various uh, expenses. So now as a student, what best you can do? Because you anyway don't have uh, any income. So whatever savings you can master up is by saving, uh, you know, or, or by working, by doing kind of internship, put in, in those uh, baskets and just, you know, keep them, keep keep kind of protecting them. And I mean, by basket, I don't mean that keeping idle in your bank account. But what I mean is that by investing in the right financial products so that they grow. Okay, so I think that is something which they would, uh, it would help them tremendously. Visualization is very important and having a contingency plan is very important. Uh, uh, if you connect all the dots, uh, you would be able to come up with a solution uh, yourself. So that is, I think, what I would like to advise uh, to the students. Excellent tips. In fact, uh, yeah, it is very helpful for someone if they can manage and manage to visualize uh, the things in terms of how they want to plan their lifestyle and plan their savings accordingly. So thank you for those excellent inputs. And Yudajit, now, if at all someone wants to learn more about these personal finances and all, or if they would like to enhance their knowledge, like what are certain resources that you would recommend? See, I think there are a lot of content uh, which are available uh, at this point in time. To begin with, one needs to understand the very basic concepts of, of savings, expenditure, investments, uh, understand the the economics understand i mean the very basic i mean the very very i would say basic aspect of the economics like microeconomics some idea about the macroeconomics develop some idea about the investment options available understand the risk uh, commensurate return on various financial products then try to uh, create a financial plan for themselves you know it's like like you have planned or anybody would plan for their career similarly you should also be able to plan for your uh, personal finances it's not that difficult uh, to be honest with you uh, most people don't put enough effort in terms of understanding the various concepts and and therefore that's where they lack in and they seek guidance but if you spend enough effort in terms of uh, you know understanding what it would matter to me uh, or to themselves then definitely the results uh, will be available uh, and be visible in front of them. 
So keep things. Uh, it's, a, it's a very simple. You know, way I look at it is that you have your expense, you have your savings, and you have your income, right? So your savings is nothing but the income minus expenses. Now the other way of looking at it is your income minus savings is your expenses, right? So so basically, if I know if I have to save X amount of money to achieve my various financial goals, then I would rather control my expenses, bring down my expenses, and enhance my savings than otherwise. You know, so so I need to have that in mind. I'm clear about that particular aspect of it. Then I think I'm I'm in a much better position to manage my finance. It's been fabulous conversation so far, Yudhajit. I think uh, yeah, definitely all the insights you. that you have shared are going to help the student community. And as we discussed, we are going to do couple more episodes covering the young professionals as well as mid mid career professionals and entrepreneurs on mind. So definitely, I would like. to have you again and again on this podcast series and uh, yeah we would like to lighten up the conversation uh, okay by uh, by switching over to rapid fire round so typically we ask some basic five questions okay which are going to lighten up the mood of the audience so that they can get a glimpse of other side of yudhajit okay if you are ready i'll fire the bullets from the rapid fire <laughs> i'm ready perfect perfect so let me get on so yudhajit if you were given a chance to time travel to past or future which one would you prefer a uh, both actually uh past in the sense that uh i would definitely like to rectify certain aspect of mind which uh, sure is something with it i would uh, i have a certain vision in place and uh, i would uh, like to see to realize those goals and so so therefore a combination of both is something which <laughs> i would uh, desire <laughs> very interesting so here comes my next one to a financial guru and very right. very curious to know your answer like what would you do if you won a 1 billion dollar lottery <laughs> well 1 billion dollars of money and uh, the way i see it is that i would definitely look at uh, starting a business i would definitely look at investing in my own business and of course i have started made some baby steps towards addressing uh, a very important cause and shin capital would always look at uh, would help us in terms of enhancing that thousand clients and uh, that we are just a drop in the ocean and therefore uh, capital would always look at uh, helping us in terms of reaching to lot and lo- lots and lots of clients and not only uh, we would like to have a presence globally and our idea is to kind of very passionate about this cause because we always feel that people need counseling people need financial advisors to come as they need doctors you know because uh, i have seen myself a wrong decision uh, as far as managing the finances can lead to disasters relate to it personally and have also experience after uh, we interacted with so many clients so therefore we would like to uh, de- i would definitely like to look at investing my own business Business, uh, and that would entail, uh, you know, uh, generating employment, serving uh, for a good cause to the society. <laughs> Wonderful! I, I love the answer. Let me move on to my next question, Yudhajit. So, what is one random skill that you would like to learn? Well, I would like to uh, learn coding because uh, I think I come from a finance background, and I did my economics, and uh, but. uh technology is something which i am very much fascinated with and especially i take deep interest in terms of uh, building a platform 
and i realized that uh, i have hit a rock <laughs> because i don't have certain skills uh, and and therefore i would definitely like to enhance uh, this aspect of see that you are very passionate about technology i yeah nowadays we have so many platforms which will enable us to learn coding fast and wish you all the best on that okay so right. let me fire another bullet now uh, what is one question that you have uh, that, that has been there on your mind for which you never got an answer so far well as uh, this question has not only intrigued me but this question has intrigued uh, a lot of practitioners in our profession historically is the is the investor behavior investor psychology and and that is something which which is which i'm very baffled uh, you know because uh, this, the, the how investor responds or reacts to a particular uh situation uh, is very different you know and uh, the stimuli to all those reactions how it affects psychologically uh, is very unique to uh, every person now there are a lot of research which has been pioneered by uh, you know uh, behavioral science behavioral finance uh, professionals or professors like daniel kahneman and richard teller and and you get to learn a lot from there but fact of the matter is at the end of the day when you talk to people when you deal uh, you know day in and day out and then despite data despite uh, roach uh, you still fail to understand <laughs> that often uh, more often than not succumb to uh, i would say uh, certain emotional burst uh, and take long decisions so i i wish i could uh, find something which is more Uh, discerning to have a solution to this kind of uh, you know uh, kind of responses you never know what uh, machine learning and artificial intelligence are going to take us to definitely there might be one day where we will go through a entire body scan or mind scan kind of thing and somebody can interpret what others right. are thinking and likewise it might i'm uh, not not sure how the future is going to look like yeah uh, very interesting so absolutely. with that uh, <laughs> absolutely Yeah, with that, let me fire the last bullet out of the rapid fire. So, given a chance, which right. celebrity would you like to meet? Celebrity? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would uh, definitely like to uh, Mr. Sanjay Bhattacharya. I don't know whether how many of you know about him. So, he's considered as a Warren Buffet of uh, Indian financial markets. To me, he's a celebrity because I've uh, I've known him. uh personally and i've uh, read a lot about him i've heard his uh, sessions lectures and 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 his knowledge on on financial uh, personal finance or markets are are highly respected and regarded across the industry for i would take the opportunity uh, you know to have a fireside chat with him and uh, learn from his insights <laughs> i mean I, i i don't know i mean a celebrity in 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 our profession i would consider that to be a he to be to be a celebrity there <laughs> than 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 choosing someone from the entertainment industry <laughs> I, i get it so one thing that is coming again and again throughout the conversation is your passion for learning even in this one you wanted to meet yeah. someone and learn right very interesting so that's a fascinating rapid fire with that let me flip back to the mainstream and ask you one final question for today's episode right what will be your one piece of advice to those aspiring to make big in their careers see i i would suggest that uh, see visualizing oneself is very important and very critical 
and visualizing as an entity uh, uh, encompasses uh, one professional journey as well as personal life uh, is very important you know and and i, I feel that uh, as a, as a human being you need to juggle various roles uh, to balance so that you maintain that balance and then can progress uh, in your career as well as in your personal life so i think uh, what i would advise somebody is to visualize your development uh, have a keen uh, desire to learn uh, stay humble and stay curious and kind of optimizing uh, the time you have uh, in learning in enhancing your skills and that doesn't necessarily mean it all all to be very much uh, profession or career oriented it can be hobby it can be uh, and and anything can help you you know like for example the discipline i learned from martial art has helped me uh, and a more successful uh, advisor because i kind of tried applying those uh, lessons i've learned by being more disciplined and focused uh, similarly there could be lot of uh, skills that you can pick up from your hobbies and you can uh, align that with your personal or with a professional development and i think what i would say is that uh, you need to keep on exploring <clears throat> what you like and and what are the lessons you can pick up from there to enhance yourself as a better human being so i mean that is my simple <laughs> word of advice <laughs> great splendid advice so far yeah and yudajit this has been a excellent conversation and thank you so much for being part of tgv's journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe and i uh, would love to have you again on the show covering uh, topics for the young professionals mid career and senior professionals as well as entrepreneurs so look forward to the next episode with you Naveen, thank you so much. It's an honor and a privilege uh, to receive the invitation to uh, get an opportunity to interact with you. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, having a very engaging session with you, and I look forward to being a part of uh, uh, this session again. Uh, thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you, and pleasure hosting you. All right, so folks, before we move into the trivia section, here is a request to all of you. In case if you have loved the episode just like I did. and if you found it useful request you to share with at least 3 of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from tgv thank you so much in advance now let's flip into the previous segment of today's episode and today's trivia is about business funding you know almost 70% of the small business owners use personal funds during the financial crisis and that's how somebody is really passionate about in order to flourish their business and they are ready to sacrifice their personal funds so with the hope to grow their business so likewise many people who use their personal funds and before they use the personal funds my advice is probably look at some investment options that are available because um, of late we have been interacting with many startup investors and all right now there is so much of capital that is available all we need is just to have a right pitch and approach right set of people and get the funding without impacting the family or without impacting your lifestyle so that's all for today would definitely love to hear your comments on on this episode as well as on all tgv episodes thank you so much for tuning in there is more in store folks stay tuned take care be safe and until next time bye bye see you all in the next episode with another wonderful guest